Go. 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 Go indeed. Go. Yeah. Uh, well, we're 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 back again. Uh, all this uh, time later. Uh, uh, uh This is. Uh, uh, well, who who are you this time? I'm just I'm just George. Hey, it's all it's all George. It's George Shooter Nolan joining us once again on uh, this uh, one wonderful wonderful time. How 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 are you doing, George? How you been since I last saw you? Oh, it's been like what, a couple hours. You yeah, been recording these in a mar like a, like a marathon, like one after the other. Well, I'm still, yeah, I'm still worn. I'm still worn out. That's the last that's, session. That's part of the magic. You don't you don't want uh, people to see how the the sausage is made. They're not interested in that. They they want to be bedazzled by the fantasy of, of all of it. I mean, this is a uh, this podcast, and it's not easy work. You know, it's hard <laughs> hard work, man. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, we've been slaving away at yeah, it. Yeah, like I mean, like those people at home listening. Uh, they gotta know that, and not just anybody can do it. You gotta be like a special kind of person. Yeah, be able yeah. to uh, endure this uh, toil. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're we're built different. Our uh, the, the, the the skin looks like a, a deer hide. You know, we're uh, we're just horrible monsters. Um, yeah, it's twisted us mentally and physically. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, it, it it certainly has. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, since, since we're on to it, there is uh, something in particular that I wanted to discuss with you, but uh, I would also like to find out, uh, are you are you drinking any anything today? Oh, uh, just some uh, bottled water. Oh, Lord. I had some PBR the other day, the other, the other night. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's some good beer, right? You know, I I think it is. It, it depends on where in the world you are, but it is technically beer. So I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, you know, it's a it's a craft it's a craft beer. I decided to go fancy. You know, last night it's one. It's got blue ribbon. Yeah. So it's it, you know has to be good. Yeah, they they say they've won an award, and why why would they lie? Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, if they were lying, then I'll report them to the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. So. No, I, I'm sure. I'm sure they they have an award. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they have that blue ribbon for a reason. Uh, somebody felt they were worthy of uh, a blue ribbon. So good. Uh, there, there's still good things in the world. That's. That's that's a beautiful message. Yes. Yeah. Just like past Blue Ribbon, which has been recognized for the Blue Ribbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say they've been recognized with the Blue Ribbon. And, you know, who am I to disagree? I'm no, you know, I, I, I don't have a big beer company. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll believe them. Why not? Um, All right. Any uh, any any movies or books or video games or any of that charming stuff? Uh, nothing, nothing really. But I, I've been thinking a little bit about that. My favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. What's that? Uh, House of Games. Uh, House of I, I'm not familiar. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with David Mamet? No. Are you are you familiar with Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Yes. Okay, he's the guy who did Glengarry Glenn Ross. He, I think, his first film was House of Games, and so the psychiatrist she uh, somehow uh, falls in with this guy who's a con man and a gambler. It's a really good movie, and he shows her like how like scams work. Oh well, that's that's good to to know. They 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 should teach that in uh, business school. Oh um, yes, yeah. You, know, you, you know, I I, I think uh, we we have an opportune moment to uh, demonstrate uh, as entertainers how 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 skilled we are. Um, you, you mentioned Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. 
uh, I believe. Uh, oh yeah. I want you. I want you to check this out. All right. Mm-hmm. A sling blade. Oh crap! <laughs> Which one's Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? I was thinking a sling blade. Come on, come on. Hello. And uh, uh, shooter has gone to uh, 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 to the powder room. Uh, so I'm going to pause it, and uh, uh, that was a a nice needed uh, break. Do you feel refreshed? Oh yeah. All right. Well, we'll do it. See, you should see my restroom. I'd rather not. Oh which, man. Which, which one uh, am I getting confused with? Uh, Sling blade. I don't know. Like you used to the uh, the the guttural. No, I, I know, uh, I know thing. what I did, but when I when I heard Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, I thought of Sling Blade, and I'm not sure why or which one uh, Glenn Glare, Gary Glenn Ross is. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is the one where it's a bunch of like salesmen who have a competition in order to keep their jobs. How do I actually don't know if I've seen that. Well, I think I actually sent you a copy. You you did. I, I don't know that I've watched it. I, uh, does it take place in the fifties? No, uh, it takes place in the eighties or nineties. It's contemporary, but it it does it does kind of uh, have a like a bit of a noir ish feel. Feel. Oh. You know, it kind of. I could see where some of we get the aesthetics. Like like you could say you could say that this person is trying to evoke the fifties in this movie. I can see where someone would get that impression. The, does the main character have like a crew cut and wear glasses? I uh, I know a couple of them wear glasses. I don't know if any of them have crew cuts though. I I might have seen it once, but no. I, I, Kevin I Spacey he wears glasses, I believe, in this. Yeah, I, I can't place any of the actors. I, so I, I thought it was Sling Blade, and I, here I am making a fool out of myself with my uh, my my uh, impression acumen, you know. Oh yes. Um, oh, don't worry. I mean, like uh, you were a fool long before that <laughs> incident. Uh, it, truer words never spoken. Well, uh, uh, so you remember that last time, just a few minutes ago, or a lifetime in in, in the life of a shorter lived animal uh you gave a a uh, quasi-religious theory about the world do you remember that well uh the theory itself wasn't religious but uh, well, yeah, quasi it was, it was it was related to uh religious belief yeah i guess it mentioned religious belief sure. all right well see my point is that uh, i too uh, have a uh, religious type theory. All right, let's have it. Did, did you get that? That was from the official. Uh, oh yes. Cat soundboard. That's pretty. Oh good. yes. This is uh, is also. Oh, oh, oh! Something, something's going on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. See they. They like they like it. They... That's pretty good, right? Oh yeah. Well, uh, what? I was gonna say that was your wife on your wedding night, right? Uh. Yeah, you can edit out that joke. Well, no, I'll just leave leave it in uh by lowering your social capital mine <laughs> mine raises uh so oh. uh now now if you'll recall when you were giving your thought it was a thought that was summoned uh from from the past like you hadn't thought a great deal about it and then you jumped into it and uh, i'm going to do the same thing and so i might fumble and then there's the addition of uh, my mic talks back into my head so it uh, it 
it makes me a little bit disoriented when, when, when speaking. So, you know, every excuse uh, to, to make this, this seem like a competent thought. All right. All right. Now, I don't know, and I would expect that somebody else has come up with this idea, uh, but it is new to me. And uh, just as you thoroughly convinced me of your thought, I am going to uh, labor to convince you of mine. So uh, let's see, do you know uh, of a person named uh, Blaise Pascal? I've heard of that name. Yes, uh, well, I, I just have a cursory knowledge of this person, but uh, uh, from the uh, Wikipedia page, uh, just to, to cover him a little bit, uh, he was a French mathematician, physicist, inventor, philosopher, writer, and Catholic theologian, uh, born uh, June 19th, 1623, and he died uh, August 19th. 1662 at the uh, ripe old age of 39. Um, yep. Yeah. So, so that that fits with with what you you know. You're the you're the uh, agent of familiarity on this young man. Uh, but what you've heard of uh, probably, I, I think this is the most pop thing uh, that that he has. How people know uh, it's called Pascal Pascal's wager. It's a philosophical argument. This is again with the, the Wikipedia to get an overview. Uh, presented by the, yeah. Uh, it posits that human beings wager their lives that God either exists or does not. So basically, uh, if, if you're hedging your bets, um, you might as well believe in God uh, and you know, uh, affirm that however necessary, because if, if you're wrong, uh, you know, no matter, uh, no, yeah, yeah. So if there's no God, then, then no matter. Uh, but if there is a God, you hedge your bets on that. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're fine either way. It's just, you know, yeah, I've, I've heard of that. I've heard of that concept. All right. All right. So my idea is that, and I'm, I'm sure there have been hundreds of years of criticism of this idea, so I'm probably just poorly parroting something that somebody else has said. Uh, but remember that my own voice, and this is, this is more of an issue today, right now, than it ever has been while doing this. It, it, it's it's uh, making my thoughts mushy, but... The, the basic idea is, is that if you have what I will refer to as a fear-based religion, and that's a religion where if you do not adhere to it, then you're damned, uh, and you have that binary choice, either uh, on one hand, there's a fear-based religion that you can adhere to, and if you don't, you're damned, or on the other uh, hand, uh, that religion is wrong, and uh, there, there, there's, there's nothing. So if, if you have that binary choice, then it makes sense to hedge your bets on that one side. Uh, but my position uh, that I am trying to uh, uh, relate is that, well, let's say I've, I've got a, a thing that I typed out here. If my thoughts are muddled, it, it was probably less so when I typed this out. I've got this notion uh, uh, that, he, let's see, his, his basic idea is that it's better to hedge one's bets and believe in God, uh, but that position assumes a binary choice of either believing in God or not believing in God. Given that choice, uh, fair enough, but with multiple fear-based religions, and you know, damned if you, you don't type, multiple non-fear-based religions uh, where it doesn't matter whether or not you accept it, and the uh, choice of no be belief at all, the hedging does not make sense, since in any option apart from the last, assuming a lack of, of uplifting cultural support, time is wasted unless you find the exact right fear-based religion. So unless divinity is revealed, 
or there is some social benefit from being religious, there's no point in being religious because it will turn out to be a waste of time and effort. So um, I, I was watching to, uh, a thing where a couple of Catholic monks were uh, reacting to videos, uh, uh, movies uh, where, with depictions of the devil, and they were saying cutesy things that they thought about it. And these monks were of uh, the attitude that if one does not accept uh, Catholicism in their lives, they would have the opportunity to accept it in the hereafter, uh, which is a little different uh, than I believe they used to say. Uh, and there are other religions that have that position. And then there are religions still where it's all part of some spiritual cycle and it doesn't matter whether or not you adhere to it because what's going to happen is going to happen anyway, or um, it is more about goodness than adherence to, to specific rules. So if uh, the correct religion is one single fear-based religion, uh, as in you join us or you burn forever, uh, there are many of those to choose through. And without a little hint, uh, of, of, of spiritual magic from the beyond, uh, from, from Cloudland, then you don't know which one to pick. So you can't really hedge your bets and worship everything. That would be a waste of time. So, uh, so you know, in, in the three great groups, there's the, the full swath of these fear-based religions. There's the full swath of these religions that don't need you to believe in them to be saved or not be damned and then there's there's non-belief uh it it doesn't make sense to uh just pick from the the roulette wheel and uh, wheel and live your life for that because unless you get the exact right one you're wasting your time and, and, unless there's some sort of a social benefit that you have from it uh, yeah, you, so well, you get, I think that's the main re reason people do religion anyway is the social benefits. Yeah, yeah. Most um, people, so. I'm, I'm just saying that there's a, there's a history of, of Western religion that's just sort of join us or die, um, follow these rules or you, or you get burned up. And uh, I recognize that that's become less common and uh, it's, it's not like the main reason that perhaps religion came into being and uh, the force that it uh, applies in, in human civilization uh, now and throughout human history. I'm just saying that the justification of you're with us so you can be saved unless uh, uh, an actual representative has given you that information, you've got no real way to pick it out. It's just sort of what is... Uh, making its way to you through social connections, what, you, what you've seen, what's around you. Um, so, uh, you, you know, there's, there's, there's no real way to, to hedge your bets. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, that's kind yeah, of As my... Homer Simpson said, like, yeah. what if you like, were worshiping the wrong God? You just, you just make it matter. Hmm. You know, if you have the wrong religion, you just make God mad. Well, yeah, I, I would think so. I mean, imagine uh, a lot of these join us or die religions. Um, do you think that they would be comfortable with you worshiping multiple religions at the same time? No. No. Uh, do you remember The Mummy, the movie? Okay. And uh, there's that, that guy that turned out to be uh like the 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 villainous henchman and when imhotep or, or whatever the, the mummy rakes up and he's, a, he's approaching him he tries to pray at him with multiple uh talismans of, of, of different religions um now now if if that were allowed if uh your your archaic fear-based religion type thing were to say yeah, it's fine. Just believe in all the fear-based religions at the exact same time. I'm pretty and, sure that's how like some some uh, some traditions work. I'm pretty sure like uh, especially like in like uh, 
poly, poly, polytheistic societies like Rome. I'm pretty sure people like worship multiple gods in order to cover the bases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, in that day, you had like, like it's some sort of um, aristocracy of, of superhumans, and uh, it makes sense to appease them individually. And just because God A exists doesn't mean that God B does not exist. You're just sort of picking your patron. And so your average person is going to try to get favor with as many gods as he can. Uh, well, it, they, uh, multiple gods do exist in, in Christianity. How do you mean? That's why the first commandment says, thou shall not have any gods before me. So there are other gods, but God, God is the one, is the uh, almighty. He's the uh, top one. I, I, but I, there I, are I, other gods you could, but it does acknowledge that there are other gods you can worship in Christianity. I, I, I think that would depend on who, you know, which group you're talking to, because uh, I, I, I think some of the, there is just one God uh, would, would take that to mean uh, that it's not that there are other gods actually to worship, but you can direct your worship in other areas at God saying that my religion is the one true religion and there are no other. And then uh, there are some religious groups or Christian groups that might say these things that are presented themselves as God or either the, the devil or uh, uh his servants and i think from an older version of christianity that was mixing in a, a social ecosystem with multiple other religions uh you, you you would have that where where each group is saying that my god is bigger than your god my god can beat up your god so it, i mean that that could have been the original uh thing that that came up as uh, when the no god's apart from me thing was around uh when it came into being rather it, it was probably competing with a lot of other ideas and was was explicitly saying no this well, is the idea you want they, they, they mentioned like other gods like el shaddai like he's like he's not like i think jacob wrestled him and became I, israel unless I, el shaddai was another just another word for god but there's also baal they mentioned him like i guess elisha and this prophet of Baal have a competition where they tried to like like uh, burn a, an altar, and one guy he like calls on this on the uh, god Baal, and Elisha, Elisha calls on God in order to do their magic. Isn't uh, Baal specifically uh, considered to be a a, a demon of hell? by I'm, Catholic Church. I'm not like a theologian. So I, I'm not sure. But yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't, didn't uh, as Christianity uh, bounced along, designate all the other myths and uh, gods as being uh, satanic figures that were trying to lead people away from uh, 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 the, the god of the catholics uh probably i, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that at some point yeah i i don't i don't know the the list of uh i don't think ball was was one of the guys in uh in dante's inferno he he was in a, a movie uh it was a character in a movie with uh Anthony Hopkins, where he played a, a Vatican uh, exorcist. Have, have you seen that? The exorcist? No, no. It's got Anthony Hopkins and he plays an exorcist. What movie is this? It's called the, uh, the, the show that people like to watch. Uh, it's 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 called happy happy time happy times at the beach not familiar i don't know this i don't know that one it's a, it's all right jesus christ what happened well what? one of us had a religious moment oh yeah 
Oh, I sneezed, but dude, this should be a a jump scare warning inserted into this. That was dreadful. That was that was bad, and you should feel bad. Well, I feel better now. Well, then you're you're not doing it right. Uh, So the movie is called The Right. Hey, uh, the right, the yep. That's what I just said. You're not doing the doing it the right. Yeah, the right. The making of a modern exorcist. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, like those, the uh, that's exorcism, man. That stuff's real. As as in, there are real movies made about. Yeah, there are I mean, movies made about it. Yes. As in, like there are people who actually are exorcists, and the. Uh, the uh, the the uh, problems they solve are real well, as it, supernatural. They, I, they perform exorcism. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fairly uh, it, that that moment uh, that you had not long ago is uh, is suggestive of the possibility of uh, possession. Um, I mean, you screamed out of out of nowhere, and I. I it was a sneeze. <laughs> no, I think it was because you didn't continue after I evoked <laughs> the name of uh, of Jesus. Uh, uh, that 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 put a stop to it. So maybe in a way, there's a little bit of uh, exorcism right right here. Is there a good? Uh, uh... I don't think so. But that's uh, I think you're referring to uh, uh, the belief that your soul exits your body. So that's why you have to say God bless you when people sneeze. Well, I, I, don't, I don't really have on the switchboard uh, like an inspirational moment. Uh, there's... That's, yeah. that's not really appropriate for an inspirational moment. Yeah. But I don't know, like you know the uh, the movie The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, like the guy who like who it's based off of. He's still he's still alive and he's still doing exorcisms. And I read an article about him, and it seems pretty convincing. Like that there are people who actually do get possessed by evil spirits. Like this, it seems like it's real, man. I I mean you can make anything seem like it's real if somebody wants to believe it uh i uh i cannot know that it's not real but it would not be in line with uh, my understanding of the world um but uh, yeah yeah so do, do, do you do you have any vicious arguments against uh, what I suggested to you about uh, uh, the wager or have <laughs> I have I won you over completely on that idea like uh, no you haven't won me over but what, uh, so so a- apart from uh, yeah, div- divine inspiration or the uh, <laughs> social involvement of a community what purpose is there for choosing a fear-based religion uh, I don't, like uh do you think that the main reason people are religious is to avoid going to hell it's there like, are I know, like uh, that have throughout their spans broadcast themselves as this is how you save yourself from burning forever in hell there are religions that have that rule there are people who are religious for that purpose and uh throughout history there have been people that have been confined within religious communities for that reason it's uh uh you you do this or you are condemned to suffer those religions do exist they have existed and people have been involved with but apart from being born into them or needing that sense of community or or what have you uh like what reason is there to 
selective. The reason that they offer is this is how you escape damnation. But there are a lot of uh, groups that are saying this is how you escape damnation and they're conflicting. And then there are religions that say there's no damnation or you cannot escape it or you can choose to escape it after you die in the in the hereafter you're given that choice or there's the possibility that there's uh nothing in the world is as it seems to uh be instead of hidden mysteries that we don't have access to we can't uh see so so were you religious at one point no no i see were you oh i'm religious now Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You're very religious. Holy. That's holy. You're holy. Yeah. You're. Yeah. You're, At least holier than thou. But... Yeah. No. In in the. Well, from, what from I was trying to, to say is that scoring, you you are a uh, holy. You know, you're a, you're 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 a real a hole. <laughs> the a the a stands for ass. Well, I'm calling you an asshole. Do you, do you get it? Yeah, and I forgive you because it's oh. part of my religion. All right, all right. Now, now, are you religious? Uh, well, no, you'd, you'd say you'd say. So, what, what were you saying? I'm just saying that, like, uh, in day to day life, like most people, the reason they're not they're religious is not really because uh, they're scared of damnation. Well, yeah, it's no, not, I, I said that, like everyone. It's not like most people are like cynically like hedging their bets so they can go to heaven. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Like a, there's a significant amount of people that do that, you know, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like most people uh, are religious just to avoid like hell. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying they, they should be. I, in fact, I had that caveat explicitly. If they get some sort of community from it, this is not applicable. I, I'm, I'm just saying specifically. Well, that's like the main thing for religion is the community well, no I'm, I'm not you know, talking about community. in fact i make the point of saying specifically this is not about community this is this is this is blaze talking uh yeah he and he's says, probably an autistic you know creep well uh i mean i'm I, he's I, probably trying to go about his religion the most logical ways like he's probably pushing his glasses up saying okay that's most logical for me to uh become be a catholic so just in case i'll be, go to hell you know i mean uh, maybe have, haven't you been approached by someone proselytizing and and convincing you in in their own logic you need to be part of my religion and these are the reasons haven't you been approached with that ever well, well, by people proselytizing in general yeah, any kind of uh, 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 religious missionary or emissary, somebody whose task it is to find mm. people and tell them, this is why you need to believe what I believe and do what I need to do. You've been approached with that, right? Sure. Yeah, sure. All right. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not all just some, some nerd, this, this, uh, this, this seeker part. Is, is a major part of a lot of modern religions. It's it's to encourage conversion. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess no one really, no one, nobody want to go to hell if they could like to control it, you know? Yeah, and, and this guy is saying uh, there are exactly two options. You can either, uh, you know, you can either risk it, risk going to hell. Uh, or whether you believe or not, you should choose to believe and go through all the things so you don't go to hell. But I'm saying that that doesn't make sense because there's all sorts of options, uh, including you know fear-based religions like he's talking about. What I'm referring to is fear-based religions, join us or die. There's uh, all manner of religious circles that, uh, that don't have that aspect, the join us or die thing. And then there's uh, an absence of religious belief. Uh, and if one it just picks from the grand roulette wheel, one of the wheel, one, one of the groups that say join us or burn forever in hell, uh, there's, there's no real reason to do that based on the uh, fear choice that they're offering. Uh -huh. That's what I'm trying to get through. That's 
that's what I need you to accept into your heart. Yeah, I don't really, I'm not smart enough to understand it. Well, that's why I'm not an atheist. Well, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to make it. You're making me look like a real example. (laughs) What? How about this? Like, life is like a burning building, and religions are doors, and one of them can lead to the to the outside, right? So you could either remain an atheist inside the burning building and you know suffocate to death, or take like Pascal's wager and keep like and, and try to bust through uh, as many doors as possible. Uh, try to bust through a door in, in, in hopes that it's an exit to but heaven. In in, in this uh, hypothetical, you're in a burning building. There are a bunch of doors. And a third of them or so say exit on them, but only one of them maybe is the actual exit. And the exit could be in any of the doors that say exit or that yep. say something else or that say something else. Exactly. So, but so, if you're engaging in a, a fear based religion, uh, and like you're, I, I mean, a, a lot of that stuff does a whole lot of dwelling on how everybody is going to burn or you need to be very careful uh, or you're going to burn. It's a lot of uh, uh, self-deprecating activity and thought. It's, it's I'm sure, I, I know these people, we're doing the same thing. They're my friends. We spend time together. There's a lot of that. But then there's a lot of obsession over... Uh, harm and harm of others and there are certain activities like uh like that church that uh protests funerals uh soldier funerals uh there, there's West there's Borough a lot of baptist church. yeah yeah there's there's a lot of anti-social or self-deprecating behavior that are, are involved with uh religions who have the creed where join us or burn forever and uh, it's specifically them they say that they're the door out of the building but there are a lot of doors that are saying that they're the door out of the building. And you're just wasting your time if you're choosing through one of these self-harm doors when there are other doors that you could go through. Unless you know for a fact uh, that one of those self-harm doors is the actual door to freedom. So if, uh, if, if you are making toast for breakfast and... Uh, uh, the Virgin Mary is on your toast with a little message saying, "Hey, hey, shooter, this is uh, this is the right religion. I need you to go out and uh, harass grieving families, or you're going to burn forever in hell." Then that's one thing. I mean, if it were me, I might be skeptical about the toaster, but uh, that would be like some kind of urging toward one of the fear-based religions but otherwise you're just sort of picking them out of a hat in, in, unless you know you're involved for social reasons the 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 aspect of join us or die is not uh an adequate draw because so many groups are saying the exact same thing that's what what i'm saying yeah but you know at the end of the day you gotta, you gotta, like, gotta choose a, a door, you know, to, to get out the building, you know. So, can't yeah, just uh, stay, stay in, the, you know, stay in the flames. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, but, but, like, in in this hypothetical, there are a bunch of doors. Only one of them is a real door. You only yeah. get to try a single door. You can't just hedge your bets yep. and open a bunch of doors. You have to go through one door and it could be that any of the doors you open is just to a wall and it could be that all of the doors are just you know just open to a wall and that there is no escape from the burning building so it might be that you just cannot get out yeah but you know i mean that's that's life you know you're not going to know the answers until it's over it's 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 in line with my i mean we have to we have to accept that there's like mystery and things we probably will never understand or find out uh yeah yeah uh, the uh like perception isn't 
necessarily reality. It's just what our senses uh, have been worked up to perceive, uh, like uh, color and smell are uh, uh, just sort of anomalies of our own uh, make. Uh, but something with completely different senses wouldn't see the same colors or, or smell the same smells. We have receptors designed to be able to react and interact with the world. Uh, so I imagine that there are all manner of mysteries that are simply not open to us or not yet uh, open to us. Yeah. Well, I just know that like uh, people who tend who to choose you know religion tend to have better lives and better morals than people who don't. You know, it's it just seems to be better to be religious at least in, in life than to be to remain ignorant. Wait, wait, no, now, now there's a there's a couple different points there, and I and I so so. Re religious better than not religious and then religious does not equal ignorant now I, I would think that religion would be like an embracing of ignorance in a way because it's just sort of hearsay based on mystical hypothetical uh and even if you think you're wrong or no even if you think you're right when you're wrong you're still ignorant uh, and so it's not really an embracing of ignorance. It's sort of a denial of ignorance. So I, a denial of ignorance is still ignorance. So I, 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 I think you're wrong with the second point because a person can be religious and ignorant. Uh, they know their religion is correct, but there is no way for them to know that other than you know, they, they feel it, but all that they can understand is what has been fed into them. That is all the human body can oh, okay. intercept and process. I, I, I mean, I mean, I miss, I misspoke. I used the wrong word. I meant like savage, uncivilized, unenlightened. How, how, how's it enlightened? Like, I, 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 I'm not going to argue against quality of life I, I i don't know that i would say that religious people are always better off than secular people i i i'm uncomfortable making that statement i'm saying but for say, the most part in general uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm not comfortable making that statement but you, you say enlightened yes yeah i think that needs a little bit more in what way <laughs> Is, is somebody who is religious more enlightened than somebody who is not religious? It's, it's a pretty... Well, like, you know, they, it's that they recognize that there's something more out there. It might not be, their theory might not be exactly the right one, but they're getting there. They're, mm -hmm. like, you know... Are you saying that's what all religious they, they got, people believe? That they're well, getting there? Or are you, are you, are <laughs> no, are you just saying, making a judgment? I believe that they're more enlightened than non-religious people, because at least they're uh, they're like on the right track. Like at least they recognize that there's something more out there than just humans or whatever. You know, I, I, I mean, there, there, there's an aspect of, of the secular world which is to try and find out what exists beyond them and document it so that they can have a better understanding of reality. And then, and then religious people, it's just basically somebody says that this thing, which you do not get proof of, uh, which other people believe just because they've been told to believe it. And we go and reinforce these ideas with, with uh, ritualistic uh, community behavior. But, but we, we're, we're fine. We understand. We have the answer. We know what the world is about as opposed to we are actually looking to find out what it's about. It, it seems like the secular people would be more enlightened than the religious people. It seems like their knowledge and their place would be muted. I, I, I'm sure often it's great, but would enlightenment be like having somebody tell you something 
that you can never verify and you just believe it. And sometimes you're actively trying to suppress any further information on the subject. Is that more enlightened than actively seeking new information? Uh, you can make an argument that it is. Do it. I can't. I'm not prepared to do so. I, I, at, this, I, at this point. I, I think I, I can to a degree, because if you know where you stand, uh, yeah. irrespective of where it is, if you know what you are about and what the world is and what's going to happen, and you have the satisfaction of knowing what we see, the suffering that is real that we experience is not real because of what we imagine to be just beyond it then there would be a certain piece, uh, um, EA piece, uh, that those people would have as opposed to those who do not know, uh, like, like the satisfaction of believing in magical creatures like Santa Claus, uh, it, it kind of gives you an understanding that, that there are real things that take care of you that you are never allowed to observe. But if you believe in it and if you're good in the way that they tell you to be good, then everything's going to be all right. There's a certain enlightened state for, for that. And, and they, they could be right. There, there could be a Santa Claus, despite it not making observable sense and there's certainly the idea of a santa claus that has possibly some benefits to some people uh there are uh you know there there are like uh, buddhist communities and uh, people that have devoted their lives to uh to versions of that which seemed to me to be more in line with philosophy, even though it has grown into religion, depending on where you go, who seem to have a certain peace of mind in the not knowing, but they know that they don't know. And the restrictions that they place upon themselves are really more to remove uh, desire from their hearts so that they can be free of pain and live more at peace. Uh, but that's, probably a little bit more difficult than just saying this this stuff that sounds nice for me and bad for other people is just true i don't need proof and i'm just going to ride that wave and feel good about it maybe they're right i don't i don't i don't want to insult anybody that has the answer but they're conflicting with other people who have the answer i'm just i'm just saying that fear of hell is not a reason to find that answer because you'll never pick the right one that will free you from hell. I mean, if, if you set out with a group of a, a bunch of other like-minded people and just sort of divvy out religions, then somebody assuming that that is out there, that there is a correct fear-based religion, somebody's going to do okay, but everybody else will fail. Yeah, uh, I guess you could say that. Uh, uh, hey, let's let's take a a brief break. How do you feel about that? All right. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, so, so that was, that was fun, a real learning moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I thoroughly convinced you of my grand scheme and, uh, you know, that's, that's all, all I ask really is to just be, be your mentor in this. Well, I'm just now more <laughs> religious than ever. Oh, well, uh, 
just to spite you. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I was on the fence before, but now you pushed me over. Well, into like full on religious nut job territory. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I. Well, the the tree that bears fruit shall be uh, stoned. Oh, you're trying to come out as someone who smokes marijuana. I do not. Yeah. How how dare you? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's 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 enough of that. Um, now, uh, what what else? Uh, so you you've been watching the the Sopranos lately, right? Yes, sir, Bob. Now I finished the the Sopranos, so I you know not to rub it in, but I I won that race. Well, this is my third rewatch, you know. Well, yeah, I just had to do it once to get it right. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, how how are you liking that old? Uh, t- uh, program. That yeah, it's uh probably the best television show that's ever existed. Oh. I'm I'm not looking. I'm I'm not going to watch many Saints of Newark. That's for oh, sure. I you know I I'm I'm not interested. I don't know why. Uh, I mean I I know why. Uh, you, you need to make a show based on a property that people are already familiar with because you've already got. An established world to riff on, and you've got those yeah. inbuilt fans. Uh, so I know why, but it's enough. I, I think it uh, it holds up well, self-contained. I'm I'm not yeah. interested. Same uh, here. Yeah. If if they wanted to do a I don't know a comics series or or something along those lines to expand on the on the world a little bit that'd be kind of fun for people that like that but the idea of a tv show trying to capture exactly what uh the show captured is is a little lame well it's a supposed to be a prequel like where you where you uh uh see like the character like the, the the character's parents and stuff like uh where uh it's not like it's because you know how why the sopranos is good is because like we love those characters it's going to be about the characters as like parents and stuff yeah it's set in the 60s so it's a whole it's like mo- mostly a different cast yeah i i i uh i think i saw that they got uh james gandolfini's uh son to play tony soprano in the new one is, is that yeah that's that's kind of fun i guess I guess, but I, he's no James Gandolfini, and that's like what made the show was his performance. Yeah, I mean, whether he is or isn't, whether uh, James Gandolfini was still around and they somehow got him to go and reprise the role of a younger him, it's an unnecessary show. His his son could be great. It's just it it's it's not necessary. The show does not need to exist. Yeah. Well. Uh, I know, like David Chase is like angry about it. Is he, he, he like, one of uh, the main writers or creator of the he, show? Yeah, I mean, uh, he he. Uh, well, it's it's really the release that like makes him angry, not the existence of the movie. Like he made the movie, but he said he wouldn't have done it if he knew they were going to re- if HBO is going to release it the way they did, which was both on streaming and in theaters at the same time. I thought it was a a series. It's a movie. It's a movie, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I thought it was a whole new TV series. Nope, just a, a standalone movie. Oh, uh, and they're releasing it both in theaters and on HBO. Yeah. All right, I, I didn't know that. You, you say that it's one of the... Or no, no, you said that it is the best television ever made, right? Yeah, I could, I could say that with confidence. Now... Now, one thing that we didn't really get proper into leading into uh, a, a, a subject that we are probably going to, over time, dedicated a, a, a fair amount of time in, are, are three shows in particular uh, that, that went off quite real, well, is, uh, is Farscape, Boston Legal, and The Shield. Oh, yes. And uh, 
Now, they they don't have the shield is 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 close, but they the certainly Farscape and Boston Legal they don't really have the the heaviness that the Sopranos did, but watching Boston Legal at the time, uh, referring to uh, what was going on in the world and making relevant shows, it was very exciting. It was a it was a very good show for its time. And Bost or and uh, and Farscape, it sh it shouldn't have left as it did. H have you seen the um, the uh, the miniseries? Uh, that's like a long yeah have you seen the peacekeeper wars i believe so uh what happens in that one uh they they kind of wrap up uh season uh four was was left at a, a cliffhanger and uh, with the uh the guy uh no no, no he's no, like, no. A, like a pilot right what and like the very last shot of season four is that guy who looked like Ziggy Stardust piloting that ship, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't say it. This, this will be, because we, we want people to, you know, don't, don't say too much about it. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's how it ended. And then it had that moment and they tried to uh, put it together into the, the miniseries. And that's not the direction that the show would have wrapped up on. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just used your greatest TV ever told, whatever to slide into to that, you know. And that's a show that uh, they they released a series of, of comics after the fact to explore further storylines. You you know that, right? I own the comics, all of them. At least the first, uh, there's like the, they released the two omnibuses. I re I got the first uh, compilation. They still haven't released the second part. Are they, are they still actively working on them? No, I guess there wasn't enough uh, interest in the second omnibus. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of energy behind uh, getting the show renewed or it doing something. I believe it was a lot of fan support that got them so they could produce uh, Peacekeeper Wars, but it's it's yeah. like a small, rabid fan base. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that, I think they wrapped up the comics, but yeah, they finished the comics. Like, if you're a true fan, you'd have read the comics. I, well, they, uh, they wrap up the show on that the right well, way, apparently. I guess I'm not a... <laughs> yeah, you're a poser. Uh, saying you're a Farscape fan just for the clout. I'll I'll never learn. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the well, social capital that comes with being a Farscape fan. Yeah, that's well, what you're in it for. That's that's how how it works on the on the pod, you know. Um, yeah. Well, I I feel like we've uh, learned a lot of, about the world and ourselves and each other and just had a grand grand old time what do you think yeah it was, it was all right yeah it was it was all right uh, <laughs> like uh i didn't get to do uh, too much shout outs but... oh this is, no no i i was gonna lead into that i i would like you to give some some beautiful shout outs okay lancaster pennsylvania where are you guys at uh, they're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's true. That's but I was trying to say that, like, a, uh, you know, in a sort of you jovial amp way. Amp them up, right? Rhetorical. It's rhetorical. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, ever, ever the fool. Uh, Lan Lancaster, Pennsylvania. You're, you're in our hearts. Uh, and, and prayers. Yep. Praise be. Praise, praise be, uh, Lancaster, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I bet there's a real good restaurant or a few in in Lancaster. Lancaster, yeah. Oh, you know, you know, do you like pie? Yeah, that's Amish country. That's what they do out there is pie. If you like pie, go out. You know, you, I'm pretty sure you'll get you'll get your fill. So, what what do you do? You just go out there and 
find a uh, an old timey looking house and knock on the door and ask them if they'll invite you to dinner? Well, they, you know, that, that could that could work, but like because they're <laughs> hospitable, they're hospitable people. Yeah. They're true Christians. They they wouldn't let a stranger go hungry. Well, you can like uh, just find so a restaurant. This, this, out is, this there. is like a, a a life hack that uh, you're offering people that the Whoa. Amish will just 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 will just feed you. <laughs> you just go over for dinner. Don't... I mean, obviously, like people like you would abuse this. You know? No, no, no. It's I, a fact, life hack. In fact, try, I... you just try to take advantage. You're just taking advantage of the kindness of strangers no no i i would i would never do that uh i i don't i don't believe in in taking advantage of the kindness of strangers i think if somebody offers you kindness you should wonder what it is that they want from you in return and not accept the kindness man you must you live in a real dark world that's for sure well you know, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for that right door to get out of the, the burning yeah. building. Well, all I'm saying is that if you like pie, yeah, you probably, you probably can get some good pie in Lancaster. I, I will, I'll make a note of that. I bet, yeah. I bet that you, they have lots of good pie that you buy from them in shops or, oh, yeah. or at like a swap meet thing maybe oh, a, yeah. a fair don't just go to their houses treat them with they're just shout out to the amish they're they're one yeah. of our biggest demographics oh yes yeah two amish guys out there listening to this podcast uh keep up the good work keep up the good work guys we're we're rooting for you you yeah. you have it uh well all right uh that's that's a another another Put in the bag, as as we say at old podcast acres. Yeah, uh, it's a, in the can. It's in the can. Just a a put in uh, another put in the bucket of the a bucket of puds. This is just another one of those. And uh, you have you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts? Uh, no, I think I, I think I said my piece. All right. Well, uh, to all the. I'm going to give a shout out to all those thoughts out there. <laughs> is it is it is it like a, an ugly word to say? Can you say that? What, what word? Thoughts. Oh yeah, it's a that hoe over there, right? No, no, no. I, I I'm wondering if it has that connotation. Is it like a friendly word or an unfriendly word? It's like it's like only if you you consider yourself one of those. It's kind of like an N word privilege. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, I'm I'm sorry. You uh, preferred uh, designation. Uh, well, sh- well like, I, I think it's 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 like it's fine if you can if you call yourself one of those, but yeah. if you call other people that, that's you know sort oh, of. A... I well then I was I was shouting out to George Shooter Nolan, the uh, the the most energized uh in in fact when when he gets up every morning he's like uh, i'm going to be a internet thought today and then he runs the... yeah prefers e-boy or e-girl yeah whatever you're not you're not discriminating you'll take whatever you can get uh, oh yeah <laughs> Which there's nothing nothing wrong with that. I wasn't trying to. Uh, uh, let's see. And and that's another another wonderful show. Uh, take care. We love you. We wish only the kindnesses of. Say 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 something, George. Uh, take care. Stay classy. Stay, stay classy, you guys. Yep.